It was so wonderful last Sunday to celebrate with all of you 30 years of ministry at Ascension. I could have never have guessed on my day of ordination, July 10th, 1993, that I would still be at Ascension and not just present, but just as enthused and joyful about the ministry as when I started. Oh, there certainly have been seasons of plenty and seasons of want, but the good days far outnumber and outweigh the sad times. You know, I think about Pastor Aaron's last sermon with us a week or so ago, and, and I consider his question, you know, are you an optimist or a pessimist? And then to consider, are you a definite optimist or an indefinite? I, I would say that my internal setting leans heavily towards the optimist, but it was invaluable to consider whether I'm a definite or indefinite optimist. My default setting is more indefinite and that, well, I'm just not sure how the future is going to be good. I just know that it's going to be. <laughs> I appreciated his message. You know, that having a plan about how it's going to be good is a really wise thing. With that in mind, it, this is just a little teaser video that you're going to hear the whole thing on Sunday, uh, a message that Pastor Mike and I put together concerning our future here at Ascension. It's going to happen during the ministry minute spot. Now, if you happen to miss the video, don't don't worry, we're going to push it out on our Thursday email, and we're also printing it out so you'll have a copy to read. You know, And I'm going to leave all the details for this plan to be shared on Sunday. Now, this past Sunday, oh man, we had a great party. And I want to thank all who attended, especially all those who helped make that day great. Cindy Bressler, the youth, the Caring Commission, and so many others put on a great party. I would like to thank those who gave special gifts like the Wednesday Quilters Group and the many individuals who wrote very kind and encouraging words and greeting cards. And there was also another gift given that day by Jennifer Garrison on behalf of the congregation. And I don't know if you caught the significance of what it was. Some time ago, I was asked about, you know, significant people who made a big impact on my ministry, my theology, and I gave a list. Uh, that list included Dallas Willard on the top, Tim Keller, second, and N.T. Wright. Now, of this list, only one, N.T. Wright, is currently living on this earth, and Jennifer made connections with him in England and told him how much I have learned from him, his writings, and that if he would be so kind as to extend some encouraging words for my anniversary celebration. Now, even though Tom Wright is a world-traveling lecturer, former Bishop of Durham of the Church of England, has thousands of other definitely more important people to consider, he took the time and sent me his well wishes. The guy that I spend hours and hours listening to and learning from anonymously now knows my name and thought enough of me to send a greeting. Now, there was no benefit to him, no payment, nothing. And yet he took the time to say, way to go, fellow soldier. I was truly starstruck that Tom Wright would, would bother with me. But the more that I thought about my emotional response and just how, you know, giddy it made me feel, the more I realized something's probably wrong here. <laughs> yes, the praise of the praiseworthy is an honor, but Tom Wright is just a man, a wonderful, insightful theologian, a, a fellow child of God, but still just a man. Why doesn't having the attention of Jesus 
the only begotten Son of God, give me the same gaga feelings. I mean, he truly does have over 8 billion people to consider and care about, many of them more important. So who am I among so many? He, Jesus, is the exalted one, powerful, wise, and the one whose praise and honor is truly a precious gift. And I have his ear, his heart, his attention, his constant presence, and so do you. When we call to him, he's always there. You matter to him. You have his loving eye on you. He's come to make his home in us along with the Father and the Holy Spirit. If that doesn't make you a definite optimist, at least about your future with God, if that doesn't make us all gaga and giddy when we consider the truth of who he is and who we are and, and what he thinks about us, well, then the Holy Spirit has some work to do in our hearts. For God so loved us that he did give his one and only Son. And God knows when we sit and when we rise. He perceives our thoughts from afar. He is near and will never forsake us. He desires to spend all eternity with us. Put these words into your heart and into your mind. For the Holy Spirit longs to work in you a life of gratitude, faith, humility, and joy in Jesus. Well, I will not be with you this weekend in worship, but I will return the following week. So blessings on your ongoing life with Jesus.